the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, we start hour number two of the Bruce Hooley Show with the latest Babylon Bee headline. Uh, Here it is. Babylon Bee, a satirical site, if you did not know. Facing low approval, Biden promises to start pretending to care about the border. Yes, Joe Biden will go to uh, the southern border, but not a hot spot of the southern border. He'll go to Brownsville, Texas on Thursday. Donald Trump will be at Eagle Pass. Joe Biden's not going anywhere near San Diego sector, where the uh, numbers are astronomical. 21,000 Chinese since October have come across the southern border in the San Diego sector. Who leaves China without prior approval? Anybody? Anybody know the answer to that question? Maybe Joe Biden could ask his travel pal, Xi Jinping, who he traveled 17,000 miles with in his dreams. Uh, We have the Michigan primary today. Trump will win. Maybe Haley will drop out. I don't know. She seems to not know uh, when to say enough is enough. But if Biden is at the border on Thursday, I certainly hope he is greeted by more signs than he can count that say something along the lines of, say her name, Lakin Riley. That would be an appropriate welcome for the addled president of the United States whose border policies allowed the illegal immigrant in, who was arrested twice in New York City and allowed to go because everybody's allowed to go if you're an illegal alien in New York. You're not held accountable. You can beat up a cop. You can shoot people and be let go. Uh, But don't worry. Don't worry. Our FBI is on the problem. Uh, Tweeted by the FBI today. The following post. Higher prices, dangerous products, and closing businesses. These are just some of the impact organized retail theft has on everyday Americans. Learn what the FBI does to combat these crimes on the federal level to protect shoppers across the country. And then there's a link. Now, there's a picture here to illustrate the kind of vermin who are staging mass retail theft in our nation. Because maybe you don't recognize it, maybe you don't know what's going on. So if you happen to see this FBI tweet, They have helpfully provided a photograph of the kind of 'er ne'er-do-wells who engage in this theft. Uh, Pictured are two young women, approximately age 20, well-dressed, one wearing a stylish trench coat, into which she is stuffing a purse with a gold chain, and another woman standing beside her who is blonde, the first one was brunette, Blonde woman, also very attractive, also about age 20, wearing a uh, red scarf and holding a plaid shirt or blouse of some sort. Be on the lookout for these two 20-year-old affluent suburban women because they are the face of organized retail theft in America. 
Just so you know. Just so you know. Now, while Biden is at the border on Thursday, I would love to see. He's not going to take questions. He's going to be, you know, did you notice yesterday? He was out and about and was asked a question about the ceasefire in Gaza, which, by the way, there is not going to be a ceasefire in Gaza. I'll be stunned if there's a ceasefire in Gaza. Why is Joe Biden saying there's a ceasefire in Gaza? What else did I say is going on today? Oh, that's right, the Michigan primary, where Rashida Tlaib's squad, dark princess of darkness, is urging Democrats to vote uncommitted to send a message to Joe Biden that, hey, if you don't tell Israel to knock it off instead of trying to kill the people who are trying to eradicate the world of Jews, then we're not going to vote for you in the fall. We're going we're gonna to show you our power in the primary by voting uncommitted. Well, I would love somebody. And so Biden was asked about this ceasefire yesterday, and he answers the question shouted from a member of the press pool while eating an ice cream cone. Like, ceasefire in Gaza strikes me as not exactly a topic that I'd want to be munching on ice cream while I'm talking about it. Conveys a kind of a cavalier approach to it. You might want to straighten up, put your ice cream down, maybe have Karine Jean-Pierre hold it for you. She licks your boots, I'm sure she'd hold your ice cream cone. But no, Biden, he can't be bothered with the uh, matters of great gravity regarding peace in the Middle East, not his, his double chocolate chip might melt in his hand. But hopefully when Biden's at the border on Thursday, somebody will ask him about this letter from 22 state attorney generals where they say that more than, listen to this number, this is, this is awful, more than 85,000 migrant children, so 85,000 Minor children who've come across the border are unaccounted for by the Department of Health and Human Services. I saw a segment on this last night on the news where the kids show up at the border and they have a name and a phone number scrawled on their arm. And so what does ICE do? Well, they call the number and the person, hey, do you have this person coming across the border? Yes, we do. Now, are they calling grandma or grandpa in... Chicago, Boston, New York. Maybe, maybe. That's the, that's the hope, right? What are the chances they're calling somebody with MS-13 or another gang who's going to put those kids into human slavery or into a sweatshop and have them work? Do we know the answer to that question? No, we're just more than happy to get them out of a DPS shelter and get them into a major city. Now, the Attorney General in 22 states are asking Alejandro Mayorkas, yeah, you might as well ask the chair next to the wall, and Health and Human Services Secretary Xavier Becerra, same, ask another chair, and FBI Director Christopher Wray, third chair, to provide information on where the children were last seen and what safeguards are in place to ensure they are placed with family members. I can answer the latter question. None! No safeguards are in place. The letter says the Department of Health and Human Services must ensure that it is not handing over children to criminals and sex offenders. Yeah, that'd be nice. But are they doing that? No. No. Don't pay attention. Don't pay attention. Don't ask questions. The president has ice cream to eat.
Now, amid all the dysfunction in our country, we definitely need a little levity, and we will get it this afternoon at 2 o'clock, because at 2 o'clock this afternoon, guess who will be back on the stand in an Atlanta courtroom? That's right, Mr. Privilege. Terrence Bradley, the attorney partner of Nathan Wade, who's paid 600000 plus to prosecute Donald Trump by his girlfriend, Fonnie Willis, Terrence Bradley is Nathan Wade's law partner, and when he was asked, when did their affair start? Well, first he was asked by one of the attorneys for one of the people that Willis is trying to persecute. I'm sorry, prosecute. She said, did you exchange text messages with me? No, I never exchanged text messages with you. Whoops. She introduced them into evidence, and the judge looked at him yesterday, and he had an hour interview with Terrence Bradley in his chambers because Bradley said, everything I talk about with Nathan Wade is privileged information. Like the score of our Little League game when we were eight? That's privileged information. Can't talk about that. And the judge said, kindly, more kindly than I would, bunk. So Bradley will be back on the stand today. And this is America's favorite soap opera. And as such, it needs musical accompaniment as I give you the latest details on it. So I found this song and I thought, this is perfect. It's a perfect song for Fonnie Willis and Nathan Wade. I can't walk out. Thank you, Elvis. How could you have known? Because I love you too much, <laughs> oh, yes. Why can't you see? Mm. Yeah, Fonnie. She tried to save it by coming into court, screaming and yelling at everyone. Didn't do it. So, since we last had Terrence Bradley on stand. Uh, We have been uh, treated, and I do mean treated, because I'm enjoying every minute of this, to the disclosure that Nathan Wade was at her house, where she said he never was, for hours on at least two occasions. And then he went home and he sent the, uh, hey baby doll, I I got home safely text at four in the morning. And there's like 12... 12,000 text messages and 2,000 calls between the two. And Bradley today at 2 o'clock, he's in a bit of a tight spot. He can't get up there and lie because the judge already knows the answers because he interviewed him in his chambers yesterday. And Fonnie Willis is not going to be, well, I mean, be still my heart. She might be disbarred as Atlanta Attorney General or uh, Atlanta District Attorney. But this Bradley dude is going to have to continue to operate with her in office. As will the judge, by the way. But at the very least, it certainly appears that the deck is stacked and she will be recused from the case. So, uh, delicious in many, many ways. Two o'clock today, if you can get off work to watch it, uh, it should be fun. Oh, let's... Be honest, it should be more than fun. Well, you know what's next now, right? It is today in crazy. And I uh, fear that maybe I've taken this musical accompaniment thing a little bit too far, given the uh, suspicious minds accompaniment to the Nathan Wade, Fonnie Willis story, but... Uh, what other song would better suffice for a musical accompaniment to Today and Crazy, crazy. than this? 
Yes, the great Patsy Cline. Uh, she would be horrified if she knew what our country had become. But here are the headlines from uh, today in Crazy. In Chicago, where they have a bit of a violence problem, the Chicago Board of Education on Thursday voted unanimously to remove police officers from the city's public schools. You heard me. Seven members on the school board. They voted 7-0 to end the school's resource officer program. That's a kind way of saying we have police in our schools. As well as to remove police officers from 39 public schools that had cops on campus already. Uh, Here is uh, Michelle Morales, member of the Chicago BOE. Today's resolution is fulfilling the board's commitment to focus on, what, having kids murdered in school? No. I'll read the full quote. Listen to how she couches this. Today's resolution is fulfilling the board's commitment to focus on alternative systems of safety. Alternative systems of safety. Uh, So they will therefore not be renewing their $10.3 million contract with the Chicago Police Department. They lost like $80 million last year and lost laptops and Chromebooks. So maybe they're recouping some of that. How did this go over? Well, not well with Chicago Alderman Nicholas Sposato. He was at the meeting. And he said, I'm just telling you all right now, the blood is going to be on your hands if something happens to some kid or some teacher or some crazy parent in the parking lot. Nicholas, I think you can do away with the word if in there and more accurately substitute the word when. Now, how do the people in the schools feel about this? You would think if you're going to take the uh, resource officers out of the high schools, who would you ask? I would ask the high school principal. Hey, do we need this guy here? Do we not need this guy here? Uh, last month, the remove the push to remove cops from the city's public schools drew backlash from school principals. Why? Because principals were told they would be able to give input on the decision to remove school resource officers, but whoops, they did not get that chance. <laughs> they were told the board had made a unilateral decision. According to Troy La Raviere, president of the Chicago Principals and Administrators Association. Before the current school year, listen to the vote breakdown. 40 high schools voted on whether to keep police officers in their schools. Was it tight? Is that why the Board of Education decided to take the cops out of the schools? Because it was like, what, uh, 22 to 18, 21 to 19. Uh, Now, 39 to 1, the principals voted to leave the police officers in the schools, and the Board of Education said, well, at least we have one smart principal. So the cops are out of Chicago schools. Let the mayhem commence. A bit of mayhem commenced yesterday in the Virginia Statehouse. Now, who presides over the Virginia State House? Well, that would be Lieutenant Governor Winsome Sears. You've seen Winsome Sears on Fox, on Newsmax, Newsmax, superstar, future 
candidate of consequence in the Republican Party. I'm sure a black woman who's conservative and articulate and doesn't suffer fools. Winsome Sears yesterday was being addressed in the Virginia Senate by Senator Senator Danica Rome. Uh, Danica is a dude who goes by the name Danica. And Winsome Sears, in responding to Danica Rome's question, uh, offhandedly referred to her as Sir <laughs> in the second response to the senator. She stifled, Winsome Sears stifled that common sense for one answer. Second answer, it slipped out. Called her Sir. Rome quietly and immediately left the chamber. Boy, if it'd only be that easy to get rid of the transgender wackos in the Ohio House. A few moments later, several other senators also rose and left. Sears tried to continue with the agenda, but obliged when another senator requested a recess. When they came back in, Sears said, It's never my intention to make anyone offended, and I hope that others would consider that they would try not to offend me as well. Bully for you, Winsome Sears. Yeah, that's a door that swings both ways. You're offended we call you by the wrong, in your mind, pronoun. We're offended that you try to bully us into betraying what our eyes already tell us, what we know is biologically impossible, and we're not going to abide your mental delusion by entertaining it, by allowing you to co-op language in your favor. And the final headline for Today in Crazy comes from Harvard University. And they say, come on, that's not really fair, Bruce. You can't look to Harvard. That's a layup. It is a layup. Guess who's advising the university's task force to combat anti-Semitism on the Harvard campus? Cheryl Ann, Sherry Ann, Charleston, who is Harvard's first ever chief diversity officer. (laughs) She's the one who put in place the system where Jewish students were disparaged and screamed at in the first place. And she's now a special advisor to the Presidential Task Force on Combating Anti-Semitism. You say, wait a minute, I've heard her name before. Yes, you have. Just last month, Sherry Ann Charleston was accused of 40 allegations of plagiarism. But you can't fire her, right? Because she probably plagiarized just good stuff, just woke stuff, just stuff about Israel not having a right to exist and Gaza being colonized and other garbage crap that they're pushing throughout the Ivy League. So she is now in charge of, well, this would be a little bit like uh, putting a tiger in charge of the red meat at the Columbus Zoo. She's the one, the diversity queen, who's going to protect the Jewish students from discrimination. Wow. Today in Crazy. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.